What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Spectator Mode Podcast, episode 41. I'm your host, Keith Mitchell, and I'm joined with Carl May Smart in the upper right-hand corner, and Rob is at the bottom. What's up, folks? So Diego did not join us this week. He's taking care of something, which is pretty sad because I think he was one of the other advocates of Google Stadia. So he's not here to defend himself today. <laughs> so hopefully he's watching and, and he texts us and say, hey, stop talking bad about Stadia. But, but, Stadia, but, but, but also, it also means that uh, this week in gaming is going to be at least 20 minutes shorter. But yeah, he loves the go. game. He loves the game. <laughs> and I love that. So, yeah, Stadia is going to be one of the uh, topics for today. Um, also half like Alex, because I think I'm the only one here who is excited about that. Uh, it's going to be a sh- short show, but when we say short, we usually mean an hour instead of two hours. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens here. All right. So first and foremost, again, I want to thank everybody who's watched our show on YouTube. We're getting more videos, uh, more feedback from the videos on there, which is great because it's a small podcast. We weren't sure how this is going to go. Getting a lot of feedback on Audio Boom. You got a couple more ratings on uh, iTunes. So definitely keep those coming. That's appreciative. And we are still looking for guests. If you're in the game industry or you just like talking video games and you want to talk with us, hey, we would love to have you. You can always email us at the Spectator Mode on the Spectator Mode website, or you can follow us on Twitter, which we will tell you guys at the end of the show. Uh, that said, beginning of every show, we start off with what we've been playing. Diego's not here, so that's fine. Rob, you get to go first. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm finally like have time to get into stuff now because I'm like finished moving. So I've just been like kind of catching up with everything. Um, been doing some Jedi Fallen Order, kind of going through that still. Um, I'm like midway through the Kashyyyk level now. Um, been enjoying it a lot. It's still very good. I mean, I just picked up like the the double lightsaber, even though I feel like I picked it up like way earlier than I was supposed to because I like went to Dathomir like way before I'm actually able to like go through the full level, but I was able to get to the table where they had it. So I was like, I now have the double lightsaber, uh, spoiler alert, but um, I just like have that now. And I was like way earlier than I thought I would have that. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so now I've been using that. Um, going through that, I'm going through death stranding as well. Um, I'm slowly, but surely making my progress. I'm only on chapter three. Um, and I'm, kind of realizing that a point where I don't want to do side quests anymore and I just want to finish the story um which you know makes sense a lot of it's just kind of the same stuff over and over again so I was like yeah I'll just power through uh so doing that and then I actually played Destiny 2 again um earlier today and uh did I you try to play like, yesterday I didn't try to play yesterday <laughs> but I heard about what happened and why I probably wouldn't have been able to play yesterday oh, yeah. it was not fun <laughs> yeah everything was all bonked and busted uh but i blame stadia you know yeah it was all google's fault um, it was <laughs> it was all um, google's fault yeah probably but i i just jumped in i didn't really do anything special what i ended up doing was i like i never finished the forsaken story so oh, i just man. like jumped in and did a bunch of that even there's no real point to it it's kind of just to get it out of my quest log because <laughs> it's just been sitting there forever. it's good it's good story content too definitely yeah. have to play that it's definitely not bad like i'm enjoying it i just like like the the, the little mini bosses that I've been doing, trying to get up to the big the big bad. And it's been fun. So I've been doing that too this morning. And that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. Also, it's a uh, swan song for those who love Cade. I love that man. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hated that. Hated that he killed him off. All right, Carl. What about you, man? 
I know you've been busy with real life stuff, so yeah, I've been busy with real life stuff. Uh, you know, my teeth and everything else is sort of running me overtime and running me ragged and shit like that. But I did actually get a chance to at least start uh, Jedi Fallen Order the other day after the podcast. Very nice. What platform are you yeah. playing it on again? I'm on the Xbox. So, yeah, I haven't run into any bugs as of yet, but then again, I think I've only played like the first half an hour. <laughs> bugs. But it's like, like it was just right it was just it was just very interesting and different sort of the mechanics, like having to get used to actually uh like when you do like the, the wall grab stuff and you're climbing and stuff like that. I'm used to that stuff being an automatic grab. Yeah. So if you have to hold down a button in order to make sure he's clinging on and half the time because I've been a PlayStation player most of my life, and I've only just really got starting to get used to Xbox controllers. Boo. I keep messing up. I keep, I keep messing up the controllers. <laughs> I, I keep setting up, up the buttons, so half the time he latches on for half a second, then drops to his death, and I'm like, ah, mother. You know what? I used to think you had to hold on, but you don't. If you just jump on the wall, he just runs. He'll just run, just tap it, yeah. and let him run, run on the wall. Because there's segments isn't, later isn't, on. Isn't that a, a technique or something that he that you have to learn? Yeah, you have to learn that. Eventually, you will get Yeah, yeah. so I don't have that at this point. No, no. Yeah, all the but, techniques in that game, you learn. It, it, everything in that game is gated, so you get to a certain point, and then you get a flashback of you <laughs> learning it when you were a Padawan, and then okay. you'll be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I've only just landed on that uh, the planet where the Jedi, like, it's hidden, nobody knows, doesn't show up on any maps for, Wait, for like, the first time. Not Dar- Darthmere, Dathmere. Don't go there. The dead planet, don't go there. You get no, your no, double no, lightsabers. Yeah, but no, he's, he's, he's on the first there. level. That first okay, yeah, level. Banfellow, Banfellow, whatever the heck that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm at the very start. Yeah, so it's like, okay. I, I played through the bit where you're on, the, where you're taking apart the, like, a Star Destroyer or something, and then you get this Darth Vader-looking chick. You have a, a scripted fight with That's her, and then, the, you get saved, the, uh, then you get the saved by sister. the ex-Jedi. Yeah, the yeah. sister. And then you get saved by the ex-Jedi, and she takes you off to the planet, and then that's sort of where I stopped. So I haven't really gotten all that far into it because, yeah. you know, once again, Pokemon. Um, That's it? This Star Wars and Pokemon? Huh? Star Wars and Pokemon, man. Uh, I've just been sort of doing other things like trying to get the, the retro collection up and running a bit more, get a few more games. But other yeah. than that, yeah, I haven't really, been, I haven't really had the chance to play much. So I'm hoping that, that once... Uh, once school finishes in another two weeks, I'm going to actually take some time off from everything and just enjoy some games. Good luck with that. Uh, it doesn't always yeah. happen. <laughs> the best laid plans of mice and men doesn't always. Um, yeah, yeah. That, I always true. like the other analogy. Everybody has a battle plan that they get punched in the face. So that's that's me in gaming. I'm um, speaking of gaming. I uh, finally finished up playing Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Finished it last night. Obviously, as you know, so many articles out there. Uh, I've ran into some bugs, <laughs> a lot of bugs, and I was helping Leighton and Charge to get respawn to understand that there's a lot of bugs in this game, and it doesn't. It's not just isolated to the PC version. They're, they're everywhere. Xbox One has bugs. PlayStation Four has bugs. A lot of different places. A lot of them are game breaking, so you can't play. I had to start over. So again, I finally finished last night. I think it's a great game. I loved it. Uh, there are some really there are some points where I could they don't really care about, or I felt some places the story lagged out, or it took longer than it should have. But the combat's amazing. Um, I think it's way better than what we see in Sekiro. 
I think uh, Respawn did a great job there. Fantastic game. I want DLC. Or hopefully <laughs> EA lets them do another one. Or I'm sorry, D- Disney DLC, lets them do another one. DLC in a single-player game. Are you mad, Keith? I mean, we uncharted. it. We, I, I won it. That game, God, that game is so good. I, I'm at the point where it's sitting there looking at me and it says, do you want to start a new journey? And I'm like, new journey, do I get to keep all my cool stuff or do I have to start over again? Because as you know, in from software games, when it's when you do a new game, you keep everything, minus uh, the the important mission stuff. So if I keep if I get to keep my double lightsaber and all my acquired skills, and great. But if not, then I'm done. Because I think that's the bad thing about this game. It's so great, but once you run through it and you beat it, it's like, do I want to play it again? Yeah. Um. Still haven't played Death Stranding. I'm going to wait for uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, my birthday is Wednesday. I'm getting older. Uh, I took off that day, so I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is the perfect time to get involved with that game. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, which means he'll be on call Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I am on call. <laughs> <laughs> I am on call until Friday. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not answering the phone, guys. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I tried to get them to take me off, and they're like, it won't be a big deal. I'm like, okay, we'll see about that. Um I do have Stormlands for the VR game from Insomniac. Uh, great game. I have to finish that out. Um, looking more and more into more VR stuff, thanks to Diego and a couple of things happening on the internet, mainly uh, Half-Life Alex, which we'll talk about later on. But uh, yeah, I haven't played a single game of Destiny. Actually, no, take it back. I have, but only for <laughs> testing for Stadia, which we'll talk about later. As Ooh. for the PC version Destiny 2, I have not played it. I need people so I can do the dungeons and the raids. I really need to. Well, count me in for now. We just still got to find other people. <laughs> I mean, even just the dungeons. I just do dungeons with the strikes. That'd be great. Carl's got a copy. He's got to get his ass up there. Yeah, I got to do the grind. I'm you get a grind. free upgrade to, uh, was it 900? Yeah, 900. Yeah, but you still got to grind. Oh, you can get a free upgrade to 900 now? Yeah, if you have a character and you start making another character, you can, there's a thing in the oh. bottom corner that says upgrade your character. You get oh, a free cool. upgrade. Okay. I got one sitting there, but like I've got a hunter and I've got I'm sorry, I've got a warlock and I've got a titan. I don't want any other classes. I, I'm great. I'm good. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens with Carl's character. Uh, but that's it. So uh, yeah, that was actually pretty short. We miss you, Diego. Sorry, bud. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we guys want to talk about first Half Life. Google Stadia, my impressions, my woes, or something completely different. Let's go option three, Bob. But I don't have anything completely different. Oh. Actually, no. Actually, no. <laughs> so what number three was actually going to be was the thing we're going to talk about at the end, which is Amazon is thinking of it. And I'm, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Amazon is not thinking about getting into game streaming. Amazon had said at the beginning of this year that they were going to get into game streaming. The problem with this is I really don't think gaming and and as it is right now it's ready for all these different game streaming services no and i'm not talking about nvidia's geforce now which is okay or shadow which is okay or playstation now which wasn't really good game streaming service i could be wrong but i don't think it was that great i think it's better now because you can download the games but we're just seeing stadia and it's not really doing well and now Amazon's like, oh, hey, by the way, we did mention that we were going to do this this year, or we were thinking about doing this. And I don't think there has there been much information. Did they really say much about they, what they're planning on doing? 
reportedly said that they were going to announce their gaming streaming service next year um, and that it was supposedly going to compete with next-gen consoles. Supposedly. Where have we heard that before? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they do, they're kind of in like a good spot to succeed, at least conceptually. Because like, with all the bad kind of rap that Stadia's been getting so far, like... These are clear issues that people are outlining that they could easily learn from it before they even release their version of streaming games. Like, it's it's a pretty good time for them to at least get a good feel for what they should be doing as opposed to what has been done and what's doing what they're doing wrong. Oh boy, they're saying holiday twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about they they that. really want to try and compete with the uh, next gen. Which that's not. Oh man, I I would that's not launch. I would not launch around that time. People are going to go, new Xbox, new PlayStation, what the fuck is this? Yeah. No, thank you. That's, that's you know. not very smart. What do you think they would call their set-top box for it? Amazon oh. what? Well, they got Amazon Fire TV, so Amazon Gaming TV, Amazon Game On. Uh... Amazon Blaze. I don't know. They'd pick oh, like a random man, I mean... noun. <laughs> but, I mean, they've been trying to get into the gaming scene for a while. They've had a couple different games to put out, and I think one or two of them – uh, got put out the pasture. They didn't do very well. They have. They are working on a a an uh, MMO of sorts. I played that a couple months ago. Was not very interested in it. Well, they have the like a full on studio, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Amazon so, Game Studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, but it, I um, mean, and you've also got to remember that they they technically own Twitch. No, they do yeah. own Twitch. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. So so maybe they might not even name it Amazon anything. They might try and integrate it in with Twitch. No, they yeah. wouldn't. For that, that, for that, for that brand smart. recognition. I don't know. That, that wouldn't, wouldn't be smart. Be so idea. yeah, so they've got three games they're working on right now. The other ones they stopped working on, which is weird. Uh, they New World, which was the MMO I played, I was not interested in that game. I played it for about a good three hours. It was like this is boring. And so did a bunch of other people. Um Grand Tour. Looks like this is from oh, the Grand Tour yeah. TV show. Yep. And Crucible, which is a third person, last man standing. Oh, God, another Battle Royale game. <laughs> I watched somebody play Grand Tour. Um, it was like a racing speedrunner. Um, and I watched him play, and it was it was hilarious because of just like how bad the physics were. Like it, it had like really bad need for speed drifting. So you'd like kick the back out a little bit, and your full car would like go sideways, but it would like still be like sliding like unrealistically towards the wall it, it, it looked pretty fine it like ugh, it was just it was not very good just yeah. just be honest with yourself it, it, it was and it was like good. integrated with like the live tv show too so it was like there would there would just be like the straight cut and then it would just be like you know the the, the gentleman from grand tour like just doing the show and then it would just like it would like cut to gameplay and it would just look like way worse in comparison and it was just ugh, it was gross so uh, the question here is, is again, do you think the gaming industry, the, uh, the consumers, are is ready for all these multiple different game streaming services? Again, Stadia, whatever Amazon's got cooking up, Shadow, uh, Project X Cloud, um, PlayStation Now. I, I know I'm missing one. Annoying missing one in there. So there's a lot would, of them. Would, 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 you take, would, would technically like EA's uh, EA's that hasn't come access out yet. and stuff like that? Is that like or um, Xbox's Game Pass? Would that sort of be? Well, no, no, because that's that's rolled into Project X Cloud. X Cloud 
so I'm only talking about the game streaming as in a service where you don't need to have a PC or the console, not not a not a subscription service like uh, Game Pass. Okay, subscription services are great when they're done well. You know, Xbox Game Pass is great. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft's subscription service very much ass. Don't touch hmm. it. Don't touch it. Not good. I wouldn't touch that. Well, there's no good games to get with it for now. There's no Not good really. games. <laughs> the only reason I was I was even contenting or thinking about that was uh, Watch Dogs, and they go, "Oh, hey, look, that's delayed until I don't know when." So that's that's well, definitely not a good. They're thing. delaying everything because of a a certain uh, Ghost Recon game that didn't do very well. They were like, "It's going to be the best game ever," and it was like, "Nope, this game is ass." Nope. Not really. But I mean, Diego sat too. <laughs> he was yeah. like, "Let's go!" And he played. He's yeah, like, he oh, he bought man. it. He he got it for himself, and boy, was he wrong. Oh <laughs> man, that was ooh, ooh. I, In terms of like all the streaming services, I feel like the main kind of player that's going to succeed the most right now is Xbox. At least in terms of from what I've seen so far, because it's just like the thing that they've got pretty much over almost everybody else is that they're their game streaming is going to be like so inherent to the rest of their products. Like they do such a good job in connecting kind of everything together um, specifically with like game pass, because you're just going to have yep. access to X cloud now. Like that's, that's huge. And like people aren't going to necessarily have to be paying extra per month more than what they pay for game pass. Like they'll be able to just kind of have that option to them. And yeah. Because it, ultimate it's, it's, it's in there. Yeah, it's exactly. And it's just, it's just like, that's so much better than like, it, it's less, concern on a consumer side for them to want to have to put time effort and money into something that may be just a promise i mean it, the prime example would be stadia at least in this instance is just mm-hmm. that like it's like it's such a you know half-baked product kind of uh there's just a lot of stuff that they said was coming that didn't and like all of a sudden they're getting like you know performance drops or or issues and stuff you know where they didn't expect it and like other games will run fine some won't run all right and like you know, it's it's just it, it, consumers are going to want to jump in on that, whereas like it's something that just comes along with a program that's already so great, gives you something else that you enjoy, like included with that. Like it's just setting themselves up for even more success than they've already got with Game Pass on itself. And it's I yeah. just think they're they're in a great spot. And adding to that, you know, one of the big differences between Project Guys Cloud and that has its issues. I'm playing with that as well. Uh, is you own those games. Those games are yours. You know, if you buy if you buy those games, there are certain games that you can play on your PC as well as on your Xbox. And if Project X Cloud goes away for one reason or another, you still can play those games. With Stadia, you have to buy into this ecosystem, and those games aren't yours. Which is, you know, I mean, they're yours, but if Stadia goes away. You can't play them or anything else. You lose them, and that's a big investment. And you're also giving us games, and this is going to roll to our next topic anyway, that we already own that I don't want to play. And they're expensive. Yeah, You're, you're charging me for uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I could get that for dirt cheap elsewhere. Why would I want to buy it here on Stadia and have all the issues that I'm having right now? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know. Yeah. Google needs to go back and rethink the majority of stuff that's uh, they put aside for Stadia, they really do. That's yeah, all I can with, say. With, with, with streaming services in particular, and unfortunately, I come from a place of weakness because Australia, like we have the TV streaming services, but we don't have, supposedly, we don't have the infrastructure for games. 
a lot of game companies won't put anything out that has a streaming game service here. But just thinking about it, it's like, why bother? Like, name me one streaming thing that has come out in the last five, ten years gaming-wise that has actually fucking worked. Shadow. Shadow is amazing. Yeah. It is. It really is. Uh, I won't even yeah. give. I will even say PlayStation Now is good for certain games. It runs fine. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm not I'm not clowning gang streaming. I do think that it has a place in the game industry, and and I think it's amazing. You know, I can't wait to start talking about uh, Stadia because there are some things I think it does good, and there's there are some things I think it does very poorly. But gang streaming as a general, it's still fairly young. I mean, this is pretty much. Just like where VR was a couple years ago when everybody was saying VR is a fad, VR is not going to hang around, VR is not for everybody, and VR has taken off, you know, to a point where we've got games oh, like Half Life Alex and That's all because of technology catching exactly, up. Exactly. Exactly. I have a feeling that I, uh, the biggest unfortunate situation with game streaming is because it's not a, a single stream service. Like, think, think about it in. in just pure digital sense, right? You stream something from Netflix, it's going to say, okay, your movie is this long, so if I preload this much and then just keep loading that same buffer the entire way through, you're not going to notice. Right. With a game, because you're you're having to take different chunks of data from here, 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 all the way around, like say something like Borderlands 3, big expansive world and you got to run around in it, it's got to reload and reload chunks at a, all the time. Uh, a, a service through a PC directly through a modem or something like that, it does fine because it's just sending the packets of data no problem. When you start having to stream an entire game from start to finish without anything being installed on the console as a backup or even as a base, that's where you start running into your problems. And especially as games are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, we're looking at games now that we're pushing, what, 120 gig, 130 gig is, like, standard for a game these days. Well, that's something that they're going to need to that, solve. That, 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 that's something that you can't exactly stream without needing something like a gigabit connection. Well, right. The the, the bandwidth is a big concern, and that's something I want to talk and, about. And the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the machine to handle it, too. Well, That's the thing. I, I reckon. I reckon a lot of these machines have come out with technology that is very underpowered, trying to be like. What do you cost, mean, machine? What do you mean, machine? Well, think of things like um, Nvidia Shield, and you know, even even the Google thing. I reckon they're, they're not as powerful as they should be, or what they could be. Well, in 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 terms of Stadia, and I guess we can just roll that into Stadia and the yeah. launch worlds. Are in terms of Stadia. The, the Google Chromecast Ultra is just the the uh, deliverance um, mechanism. That's it. The big heavy lifting is handled in their data centers where there are these really beefy servers that are handling this. And um, the predictive services and how Google has it down to a science is actually really good. It's interesting stuff. Um, you know, as, as I play certain games, I could see where there was latency, but it still worked out well. I mean, with streaming right now, you're never going to get rid of that delay. It, it's always going to be there. The most you can do is try and mitigate it using predictive services to decide what, what we're going to do in machine learning. Um, but let me back up with that because I've got a good 
20 minutes of theater talk I want to talk about here. And I want you guys to ask any questions because I've, I've beaten the hell out of this thing. Um, so like like Diego, when we saw the Google, Google, the Google Stadia announcement live stream back in June of 2019, we both pre-ordered the Founders Edition just because we didn't think it would be any good, but we wanted to see how the service would be. Fast forward to this past week, um, we finally both got our uh, our, our dongle and a controller. And I've been putting it through its paces. I've tried it on a wireless network. I've tried it on <clears throat> a wired network. Uh, I've tried it on my laptop. I tried it on my PC. And I tried it on TV. And now I'm losing my voice again. What the hell? <clears throat> and my, my impressions, my experiences has been very hit and miss. I played uh, Destiny 2 because I'm very used to that game and I played Samurai Showdown, which is two games that are also included with uh, Stadia Pro. Uh, man, when I played Stadia on my computer, it was the worst experience I ever had. It was terrible. Um, input delay all over the place. It, it barely looked like it was 1080p. It was a very bad show. I, I, it feels like Google is intentionally hamstringing the Chrome version of, of Stadia when you're trying to play it. When you play it on the alt with the the uh, Chromecast on a TV, it was so much better. The latency was was still there, and put the late was there, but not as noticeable as it was on the PC. Destiny Two was okay. I did have some audio sync issues where I would j- jump on my speeder or I would fire a gun, and then the sound would come out like a millisecond or two later. But it was still playable. The only downside to that, obviously, is there's not a people. There's not a lot of people in the Goodia platform. Goodia platform. I'm, I'm combining Google and Stadia, the platform for uh, to get anything done. Like I literally sat there for five minutes trying to do some PvP. I sat there for ten minutes trying to get a strike. Mm-hmm. The people just either don't care, aren't there, or are having problems with the servers, which did not have a really good uh, launch. Not at all. It was bad. People didn't get their codes. Some people didn't get their hardware till very later this week. Some people still don't have their codes. Google is still trying to take care of that, even though they said they ironed it out. But uh, as far as the technology goes, I think the technology is amazing. I really think it's it's good stuff there. Uh, but there's just a lot of issues that and a lot of bad planning. Like a, a good example is uh, buying games on a service. You actually have to launch your phone to buy a game. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so, uh, what, no, no, no internal store at all. You hit the button on the controller, it brings up the games that you own. If you want to buy games, it says you got to go to your phone. So, I mean, bring bring up on my phone, my cracked phone that I still have not got fixed. Yeah, it, it's really stupid. It's That's stupid. It's very dumb. And I was like, wow, wait, if I want to go buy a game, I got to launch this phone. I'm like, what if I don't have my phone on me? What if I it's upstairs charging? What if it? What if I'm just doing whatever? But yeah. That's in, order so to, weird. in order to buy games <laughs> on Stadia, you got to go to the Stadia store. You, I don't know if you guys can see it. You actually have to go to the store to buy these damn games, and it's stupid. It's really dumb. I don't like it. Uh, that's like that's like a step above like putting voice chat on phones, like the Switch did. That's like like a core thing you should be able to do just from the controller. And the store I is mean, not like, very good. Yeah, it, I mean, from what I can tell, it looks like it's just like any other Android app. Like they have like this whole like Netflix slideshow thing that you do for each section. Yeah, this is this is the store. This is all it is. Hey, these are the games you want. Slide back over. I keep hitting the button. 
and you just scroll up and down. Where is it? Yeah, you scroll up and down. You get the candy you want. You say I want it. You buy it, and that's it. Yeah, it just kind of looks like why can't you tone down on, YouTube? <laughs> why can't you just put it on the controller? You hit the state button, bring up the storefront. I want this game, this game, and this game. Okay, thank you, and it's in your catalog. Be done. Be done with it. I I don't understand how What's that's so hard. What's the internal memory on it? There is none. Um, um, no, none. No, no internal. That's probably why. No, it it does it from the store. It does it from the the uh blah 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 the servers. The Even service. when you buy it on here. It doesn't put it on here. It basically unlocks the game on the server saying, hey, Keith bought this game. Unlock it for him there. Done. Does it go through like Google Pay or something? Or is it like its own thing? Yeah, it's all Google stuff. It's all Google stuff. Okay. Well, maybe that's the reason, I suppose. Because then they can just do it directly through like the Google Play Store and they assume that everybody has that. All it is is... I'm I'm not going to defend it. All it is is is, is, is (laughs) a lock. It says, hey, Keith bought this game. Put it on his screen now. Done. It's no different when I when I went to Samurai Showdown and I said, "Hey, I want this game," and it popped up on my screen. So he got this game now. I, I I don't understand why they did this. That's weird. It's terrible. Yeah. Maybe maybe they need to plug in more hard drives in the server. I, yeah. It's 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 the, they're like this is the future of gaming, and I'm like, but this Nintendo Switch even does this. I can buy <laughs> games on a damn Switch. I I don't mm-hmm. understand this. Yeah, Xbox Live, PlayStation Now, everybody, you can buy the games right there and there. Forcing me to have my phone on me to buy a game, it's just dumb. That needs to get rethought. That that this so, that's a bad look. So so with the actual interface of the the Strata, uh, does it actually have like a base interface, or is it just sort of like it brings up sort of a Steamish menu or yeah, no, that's what it does. Like that. That's all it does. Just a same type menu of saying, "Hey, That's here's your games." Oh, so That's it's like it Steam overlay. It literally kind looks of. like it literally looks just like this. So, so this is Destiny Two, and then if I scroll up, it says, "Oh, hey, these are your other games. These are other games you have." And you say, "Okay, I want to play this game." You hit the button, and then it launches the game, and it's done. That's it. That's that's it. That's like that's no, no no web access, no nothing. Nope. It's like literally, here's your games. Nope. Just off our song. Nope, just that. That's all it is. You need your phone. Well, I, suppose to it, I suppose if you just want, if you want just your games, yeah, okay, sounds great. But if you want to actually do anything, the fact that you have to bring up your phone to do anything, that, that that's, was, that, that, yeah. that's that's stupid. No, no internal nothing. No, that's, nothing, nothing. Uh, um, oh, I, I, I really, I really <laughs> wish there was a way on Stadia to actually measure your your latency input or your latency delay because there is none. Uh, and I know a lot of people have been have been measuring the input delay using controllers and comparing it to Xbox One and PC. I don't have that ability. I don't. I'm not sure how they do that. And honestly, I I I would love to know how to do that just so I can do some testing on my own. Because I I, I can definitely see a delay there. I I can't tell you if it's 150 milliseconds, if it's 180 milliseconds. I literally can't tell you. But I would love to see it because uh, Google keeps saying, "Hey, this is better than your Xbox One or PlayStation." But when I'm playing Destiny 2 and I'm hitting the button and it's, it fires a split second later, but I go on my Xbox and it goes, I hit the fire button. It's firing as I hit the button. That's not better. That's worse. Yes, I know it's streaming. Yes, there is a certain expectation that you need to be aware of because you are sending data up to the cloud and then it's sending it back to you. But don't come back and say this is the best of the best of the best when it clearly is not. That's a problem. That That's is a big concern. Bullshit. 
Yeah, a lot of it is marketing. Yes, a lot of it is marketing. Um, speaking of one of the biggest things they made, they tried to get you to buy Stadia was, hey, if you become a founder, you can get your name, so nobody else can take it. Um, the fact that you said that, that's kind of a problem. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else you can kind of bump up to get people to go use Stadia. You uh, get your name. That's not. It's not ideal. You know, for hey, 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 if you become a founder, we'll give you an interface on your system. Oh, man. <laughs> the, founder, the founders, oh, God, it's so much to slap in the face to all of us. I mean, uh, the general consensus is Stadia's technology is a good idea. It has a place. But the problem is it's not there. It's beta. not fully over, over, beta. Over yes, we are beta, beta testers. That's what we are. Beta, we're beta, beta testers. testers. Yep, first something that overpromises and underdelivers. What a shock! I mean, I can go further. <laughs> they they say resolution up to four K, up to sixty frames per second. Destiny two on show, show is me not four K. Show me anything that would get that damn thing up to four K, and I'll call bullshit. Like no, unless, I mean, you're, uh, unless you're playing something like Mario Brothers or something, then I maybe mean, it it's, might it's a good idea. It. I'll keep coming back. It's a good idea. That's all I can really say. It's a great idea. Uh, we, and we're not saying any different. Like in, in theory, it's a, it's a good yeah. idea, but in practice, I as Completely I said different. earlier, it is still we are still probably about another technological leap away from it being a decent viable um, platform. Uh, Here's another issue that I found, and I'm really not frustrated, just shocked that all these people who are, excuse me, quote unquote, game journalists that tested the stadia never pointing out to people. And this is a big deal for a lot of people in the gaming space is you cannot capture gameplay on stadia outside of Google's interface. Right now, Google gives you the ability to capture up to 30 seconds of gameplay. And it down it drops the frame rate, it drops the resolution. It's not good, but you cannot use capture cards. You cannot use capture cards <sighs> at all. That's a problem. So what happens? I've tried it with the Avery Media Live Gamer 4K. I tried it with the Avery Media Live Media Mini. I've tried it with my Gato HD60s, and all three do the same thing. For a split second, you'll see the stated uh, interface. And then it goes and says, oh, sorry, HTCP, you can't see this. Sorry. And it blocks it. So, so that means weird. you can't stream it on anything. The what? only time, the only way you can stream Stadia is if you use the software um, recording using Chromecast. Is it, is 30 anyone, seconds. Is anyone, yeah, <laughs> so 30 what? seconds. Fuck that shit. It's less than a GIF. Uh, <laughs> has anybody started looking at the internal programming on this thing yet? No, no. This is this is still too new. This is way too new. I don't think anybody is has any time or any vested interest. Because in, the, in the, the only reason the only reason why why I'm saying so is asking is because let's face it. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those things where the modding community is going to make this better than no. The, you cannot you cannot mod it. You you cannot mod this. No. No. So you, so you can't sort of put an APK through and no, this is completely gated. You, you can't, you cannot uh, touch it because this is all being being to your Chromecast or your browser. There's nothing to touch here. Modding is completely dead for Stadia. You will not be able to mod. None, no uh, modding. This is a very limited product. 
you can stream games to your location, and that is it. I, I, the problem that I'm having is when when Google was developing this, it's like, did you actually? Uh, I'm out. I'm out. Fox did you shit. actually? Did you actually have gamers talking to you about this? And, and this was my issue when I was saying about this when they first announced it. it was like, who do you have testing this? Who do you have? And I don't mean your your precious influencers. I mean actual gamers, the people who actually play around, test this shit. Because you can't mod it, you can't stream, you can't stream or capture gameplay on it. What am I going to do with this? What that's, what, what, that's what the thing that this? confuses me the most is that it just straight up blocks it from you. Like you just can't do it. And I mean, I get maybe if they're worried about network concerns, if you're well, trying to stream and upload at the same time, here's the problem. Your quality, here's, but... here's the problem. And this is where Google really messed the hell up. So Chromecast obviously can be used for other different things. You can use it for streaming media to your, to your TV. You also can use different streaming services like Netflix and whatever. So they have to put HTCP in there so people don't use that device, record stuff on their computer, and piracy. Okay, here's the problem. It's the same damn device used for Stadia to do the media streaming. So by default, you should not have given us access. You should never gave us the Chromecast. You should have gave us a dedicated device for Stadia not using a pre-existing device. Now that you did that, you pretty much locked everybody off from streaming. The reason why I think there might be some hope, there might be a way to switch it on and off, is the fact that when I turn it on and I tell it to connect to my video card for a split second, I see a picture, and then it goes away. Which means it's seeing a different input, it's seeing it's, it's connected to something else, and it goes, no. Now, granted, there are ways to get around this. There are some uh, splitters that bypass that but outside of that i mean you really shouldn't have to do that this that's 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 bad so for all the people that were like i got stadia i'm gonna go stream it no you can't do that sorry it's just no it it doesn't work and i've tried i literally sat there and tried it does not work so yeah so I did have a question about your your Chrome experience though, because mm-hmm. from I've just been like looking at a few impressions from like outlets and some other influencers and stuff, and they were saying that their Chrome experience was better than their Chrome uh, or their uh, their Chromecast experience, which was odd to me because I didn't understand that. Um, yeah, so I was just my... curious, like, were you, were you using like mouse and keyboard? I was as your your main input. Okay. I was. Now I do know that the the reason why there could be some slight differences is the fact that mouse and keyboard is very precise. Um, yeah, using a controller with the Chromecast is or with the uh, browser is a little different. Yeah. There is some there is some latency when you press a button on a controller for it to be delayed. With mouse and keyboard, it's one for one. It's instantaneous. Yeah. So there's a reason why I can see that. I also think there's a lot of people out there that aren't really paying attention to how they set up Stadia because. I will tell you this. When I first connected Stadia using my uh, Chromecast on my TV and I saw some delay, and I was like, this is weird. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. These are TVs. TVs have gaming modes. If you don't use your gaming modes, you're introducing more input, late, more latency than you really need. Because obviously when you have a, a smart TV, it's also introducing a lot of processing that you don't need. It's helping to make the signal better, helping to make the picture better. Well, if you drop it in the game mode, you get rid of that crap and you get some, you get some. Um, I don't want to say broadband or bandwidth back. You get you get a, a drop in latency, and so instead of it being like four milliseconds, it may drop down to two milliseconds. 
which is why TVs now have gaming modes to help you get around that. But even still, when I was playing the TV, it was very noticeable. Again, my Chrome experience was better, but my resolution was crap. My frame rate was crap. I, I put a video on YouTube from playing Destiny 2. It was not good. It was terrible. Now, if maybe Google fixes how Chrome is, maybe they, like I said, maybe they're purposely hampering it. Who knows? But if they were to fix that, I would use Stadia strictly for the browser experience. But then it defeats the purpose of having the Chromecast. It's like, why? Why do you have this? This is weird because I heard from other people who were just using their Chrome browser and they, they had like some like stuff with like darker areas where they would, you could like very clearly see compression. But like a oh, lot yeah. of people said that they they had like a really good experience with just their Chrome browser, at least compared to like their Chromecast or whatever that would be like on the other side of the room, whether it was wired in or not, they would have like clear differences in, in like quality and like issues, with latency and stuff on those. I just think it's odd that you're having a completely different experience than a lot of other people. I, I mean, it, can, it, can I, it makes go, sense. Yeah. It can, it can go very, to, you know, how they yeah. have their stuff set up, what they're yeah. used to. Like, if, if, if anybody's going to have a different experience with anything, it's case. I'm I, oh. <laughs> I I consider myself a power user. Um, when when I looked at Destiny Two on the on the Chrome browser, and I looked at my desk because I had them side by side, and I had mine running a 1080p on my PC, and I had the browser open at the same time, and I'm like, yeah, there's a big difference here. The, the textures were muddy. There was definitely a lot of compression going on. No, no, and it was locked at 1080p. No, that was that was terrible. No. That was really bad. I would love to talk to people that said they had a different experience. I would love to know, you know, what did you see? Where did you come from? Are you used to playing on a console? Are you used to playing this game on a PC? Because Destiny 2, for me, is the game that I can compare across different platforms. Because I played it on every platform. I know how it plays. I know how it responds. When I saw it on Chrome, I was like, no. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. This is bad. Yeah. I was not happy. I was not happy yeah. with that at all. Yeah, I imagine sure. a lot of the comparisons are being made to console because that's just like the the easier go to. Whereas probably. like there's probably less of a majority of PC players, which I, I mean I, I won't agree with, but like a lot of people outlets and stuff will compare it to that just because it's the you know that's the kind of their catered audience, I suppose. But yeah, you know. what, what are you saying, Mace? What are you about to say? Well, I, I was just going to ask one last question because like. Just hearing about all this, I, I'm I'm not sold on this thing whatsoever. I wouldn't expect anybody to be all, all any, the, all, the like uh, all the impressions so far is again technology's there. This is not ready. Don't buy yeah. it. But but I have to ask the question that seems to be the one that, that just about everything has now. Does it have Skyrim? No. It Holy doesn't have crap. Dark Souls either. <laughs> Holy crap! It does not have Skyrim. For the first yeah. time, there is a there is a console or a service that does not have. Skyrim. It does not have Skyrim yet. You know, Damn. I would love, I would love, I would love to see Dark Souls in this game with the input latency. Holy, yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> Finally, some challenge on Dark Souls for you. That yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> Bring us Dark Souls on this. Bring us Dark Souls. I mean, right now it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which may be challenging to play with the latency. Uh. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Metro Exodus, any shooters on this thing, it's going to be hard to play. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Any shooter is going to be really hard to play. But, you know, they seem to think that this is it. Yeah. I'm, I might put some money down to buy Glint to check that out. But, uh, oh, no. yeah. 
nothing else here. Nothing. And here. even then, I've heard impressions of that game. It's just kind of like, okay. That's yeah, it. some people are saying it's okay. I, I want to experience it. The problem that I have is they don't even give you a demo. They don't say, oh, here's an hour of this game. Check it out. It's like, nope, drop the money down. If you don't like it, too bad. Sorry. Is that it's 60 like, no. bucks too? No, this one is 30 Okay. Yeah, Glint's 30 Everything else is up there. I'm like, no, no I don't want it. I will no, say no, this. No, that's been something across the culture, though, just to, to switch off for a second. Yeah. Demos have become a dying breed. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, yes and no. I, I love what EA Access does. You get you get uh, yeah. ten, 10 hours EA of the game. Does, EA Access does a good job with that. But the thing yeah. is, like having actual demos is a very dying art. Yeah, like, it no, is. Nobody really bothers putting them out anymore, which really sucks. Was it for a couple of reasons? I, and a, a developer <laughs> had said that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, why. because we, we, yeah, because we find something and find that something sucks, we won't buy it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the problem. They'll be like, "Hey." This is not a true representation of the game. This is a game that's in development. It's not ready to go. And all people say is, hey, I'm playing this game. I'm playing this game. This game sucks. It's not the full game. It's not done yet. It's got a year of development to go. Why are you doing this? Stop. But you, it's, it's the same thing with early access games. You know, This game is not done. But hey, I fell through the floor and I died. This game is terrible. But it's still in development. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, There's plus I, like people will like go watch let's plays and stuff. So like people get it early access, like they get the full game like a week before. Yep. People will just watch that too and just be like, oh, okay, this is a game that I want or don't want, you know. And then they just kind of make their decision from there, which understandable. Yeah. It makes sense. It's so low effort on their part. They just watch them do it, and then if they don't like how the game looks or or plays, then they don't have to. And then that's kind of really all they need. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll leave it at this. Uh, if you're thinking about checking out Stadia right now, I I would not do it. I I think the the Chromecast experience is is a good thing. It, it's not perfect. Uh, I do see some inklings of success there. Um, it's just not ready for prime time for everybody who's picked up the Founder Edition or the Premium Edition. We are glorified beta testers, and if you're not happy with it, send it the hell back. That's all it is. You know, don't buy games if you don't want to play the games. And if you do buy games, you have up to two hours to play them. If you play it longer than two hours, you're stuck with it. So be careful with your money. Uh, I I may send mine back. I am not convinced. And that's $130 I like to have back in my pocket. So I might be getting rid of that. Um, that said, if you do have Stadia Pro and you have... You have it lapsed. This, this, this has been going around. People <clears throat> don't have a clear answer, but Google has finally said it, that if you have Stadia Pro and you get you get the games to come with it and the subscription lapse, you lose access to those games. But if you renew that subscription, you get them back. It's PlayStation Now, same thing. Xbox Live, the same thing. So that's dumb. If you don't pay for Xbox Live, you lose the games that are on Xbox Live. It's as simple as that. So I'm done with Stadia right now. No, I don't. No, pass. Why do why do we want a digital future where we don't own anything again? Because it's just just the way the future is. Convenience, you know, deliverance. (laughs) Anybody watching this? Anybody watching this? Support your brick and mortar stores so they don't disappear from the landscape, or else you do not own your goddamn games. I mean, I I don't want to argue with that, but you know, Steam is a perfect. It's a perfect counter argument to that. There is the, the PC gaming landscape is digital games. It has been for the last 10, 15 years, maybe longer. 
So there's nothing you can do about it. That is the future, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's the, just yeah, how but they luckily, do it. Luckily, luckily, Steam is one of these companies that doesn't actually end up pulling shit because the license expires or something like that. I mean, you can't fight them when when the publisher says pull it. You got to pull it. Yeah. All yeah. right. So no more stage. We're done talking about stage. So <laughs> there was a there was a game announced recently, and a lot of people who are fans of first person shooters in Half Life, like myself, are extremely happy. And no, it's not Half Life Three. It's Half Life Alex. It is a VR. I want to say maybe one of the first AAA VR games. Mark, <laughs> Carl's like, I don't believe this. It's not Half Life Three. <laughs> it's not Half Life Three. It's not. It's not even Half Life Two, Episode Three. Wow! See, see, remembers that. I I remember. I remember. Remember that. I I I owned the orange box. (laughs) It was. It was like, hey, Episode Three, and they were like, no, nope, no, no no Episode Three for you. We're done with you. Because we don't like finishing games or stories. We don't like anything with the number three in it. (laughs) Yep, that was supposed to finish off everything. Nope, we're not doing it. So we won't talk about that. But yeah, Alex basically follows the adventure of Alex, who you guys met. And was she in the first one? I don't remember. No, she was was probably the second most important protagonist in Half-Life 2. Um, But she was not. I don't think she was in the first one. Uh, but this game is going to follow her. This game takes place between Half-Life 1 and 2. So, yeah, no Half-Life 3. And it basically gives us a rundown of what happened between those two games. It's also a big push in VR, which is why Valve is doing it. No, I know a lot of people aren't happy about this, but I'm just happy that they were finally giving us a new game in the Half-Life universe. You know, yeah. I could I could probably do without the VR, but from what they showed us, it looks amazing. I, I really want to play it. The gunplay looks good. Well, I'm, I'm, Go I'm giving the, the trailer a watch now, and, and like that opening spot where the head crab jumps at you, I'm like, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> Come on, that's the fun I'm part. out. I'm out. Fuck that shit. No, that's no, no. That's the fun I, stuff. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still traumatized from fucking Mortal Kombat 10 throwing fucking spiders at my fucking face oh, during the, the, the fucking crypt, man. But like I, I will admit, like the graphics and stuff on it, absolutely look amazing. There's some great ideas being shown oh, yeah. off. The graphics look phenomenal, and the art design looks great. I love. I've always loved the art design of Half Life, and this oh. looks. This looks good. This looks very, very like good. The, like the collision detection, and everything else in this looks absolutely brilliant. It's going to be interesting to see what they come up with, but at the same time, three. Count to three, for fuck's sake. Well, the good <laughs> news about this is Valve did come out and say that they will give us more Half-Life games. See, yeah, and that's kind yeah. of what <laughs> I feel like this game is trying to do. It's just like, it's a test in a lot of ways. For one thing, mainly it's a test of who cares about Half-Life anymore, which, you know, is understandable. That should be their main concern, which a lot of people do. I'm not saying that they don't, but it's like, you know, it's clear that they're trying to see if there is an audience for, you know, something more if they decide to go through that. So it's like that, but it's also kind of like to see if, you know, how far can VR go or how far does it need to go to to get to a point where it can be more mainstream than it is. And I mean, we've already seen that with like Stormland and stuff, but now it's like, they're oh taking gosh, a property worries. like Half-Life and like putting it it's as like directly to a VR game. Like there's not going to be no standard version of this game. This is just going to be a VR game that you can play. And like 
it's just it's just interesting to me. They're they're putting out several different ideas, kind of all in one package here to just kind of like test the waters and see like where are they going to go from here, which I, I like a lot. The cool thing about this is, like you said, it, it's it's not going to be a basic Half Life game, and it's. I think the draw here is, hey, this is Half Life. You're going to want to play this game, so you're going to have to get vested in VR. So it does a couple things at once. Helps sell a couple of indexes too. Well, is that yeah. See, this this is where I I sort of, as somebody who doesn't own VR, that's where they sort of lose me. It's like, oh my god, you have to have VR in order to do this. Whereas I think, and as much as I criticized it back in the day, this is where I'll give Resident Evil Seven credit. Is that they had a whoa, way? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're gonna give that game credit? You hated that game. I know. I, I was, a, I was a hater, man. I you was were. Oh man! <laughs> you were yeah, not a the, fan read, of that read, game. Read that review on theoutofhaven.net. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> where, where, where I, where I praised the game as a VR horror, uh, game that it, it does absolutely great things with technology, but as, it ain't a Resident Evil game, folks. And, yeah. But but at least at least with the game you didn't have to have the VR in order to play it. I think this is the, a good the, the, the VR added to the experience, but you weren't required to have the VR to do it. And that's what I, I wish a lot more VR games would have. Was like have some sort of mode where you don't have to. The VR enhances what you're doing rather than being the main. Like with things like Beat Saber and stuff like that, where you have to do the movements all that shit. I don't think you can I, do that. I, outside. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can really do something like. I mean, you could, but I don't think you could do it the same way it's implemented with the VR. Yeah, I, I understand it, but at least give us like this is the thing that's going to hamper it. It's like if it's going to be a VR only experience, that's segmenting the market, and for something like Half Life where there are a lot of very devoted people out there who are still clamoring to the game to this day, give us more. When we finally get more, they might not be the ones that own VR headsets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, but see, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I, I'm not trying to push it, but I think we're at the point now where VR has got to the point where it's cheaper than it was when it first came out. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. It is. Well, I mean, cheap, well, cheap, well, cheap when it first came out, but I'm still yeah. having to go put down a, a grand if I went to go and buy any type of headset. That's ridiculous. You, I guess because you live in Australia and they're fucking you over, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Rift S is is four hundred dollars. I'm sure it'll go down. The Quest is four hundred dollars, and it will go down. Um, obviously, if you want the the creme of the creme, the, the, the best of the best, the uh, the Valve Index, which is a thousand dollars, is it? But it comes with those really sweet knuckle controllers. That is like the top of the line VR experience, which they're bundling this with as well. If you look, th- if you go to their website, it sh- it shows. Well, uh, of, well, yeah. of course. He's like, hey, <laughs> I'm really hoping they don't go. If you want the best version of this game, you must play it on here. Please don't do that, Valve. That would be <laughs> dumb. Don't do that shit. Because yeah. I would be so upset. Because I really want to play this game. It's it what March 2020. Yeah, Val- Val- Valve Index not available in your country. Thanks. Fuck you. Man, I, 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 I'm watching the trailer again, and it's like, wow, this this looks so good. The See, only I thing the, I think the closest I can get is HTC Vive. No, that's expensive. That's well, like, I'm talking the, like your high end stuff. That's that's still expensive. Yeah, the, nine nine hundred and forty dollars Australian. 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I didn't like about that trailer, the only thing I didn't like about, like about that trailer uh, was where um, we heard Eli. Eli, obviously, is one of the Gordon Freeman's his friends, the gentleman the, the gentleman who was played by uh, the actor who played Benson, uh, Robert um, Gulaming, Gulaming, I can't pronounce his last name. And he, he passed away back in uh, 2017. So when I heard Eli, I was like, that's not the same guy. You can tell him right away, like, damn it, I missed that man. Because that voice, and it, it just, it doesn't resonate with me. I know the actor, I, and I know the character. When I heard that voice, I was like, oh, man. Why yeah. couldn't you guys give us this game before he passed away? This this is, no. No. Damn, you know, way back in the day, I, I felt that with, like, Kingdom Hearts. Because after Leonard Nimoy passed away, they had to find yeah. another voice for the big baddie and that was super disappointing but anyway yeah i mean what do you think about this or are you i i we talked about this briefly before we started recording i think i'm probably the only half-life head here but what do you guys think about it about them finally giving us another half-life game uh, Why, uh <laughs> well it's mostly I'm, I'm with two minds like yeah i'm i'm like you i played through the original half-life i played through Half-Life 2, Episode 1 and 2. I spent many years going, where the fuck's 3? Uh, for either the main game or give us Chapter 3, one or the other. But as, as much as I'm like, hey, cool, there's another Half-Life game, at, at this point in time, I'm like, okay, this is like... It's like uh, Capcom with Street Fighter. Oh, no. How many side story or like side games? You know, we had Street Fighter Two. Everybody was going with Street Fighter Three. No, you're going to get Street Fighter Alpha. You're going to get Alpha Two, Alpha Three. You're going to get EX, EX One, EX Two, EX Three. Marvel versus Capcom, and, da, 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 da. and then eventually you'll get three. Yeah, they're doing the same that, thing that, now too. That, 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 yeah. Well, actually, no. They're just adding on five. Five got announced for Championship Edition the other week. Yeah, I thought yep. that was so funny. It's like, oh, we've yeah. gone full circle again, huh? Another champion edition, huh? All right. Yeah, pretty much. But um, but that's sort of how I feel like this is with the, with the announcement of this game. It's like, oh, we're giving you a side story because we want to try it and see how VR works and whether we can get a game to work with VR. And it's like, why, though? Why are you giving us... A side story instead of giving us what we really have truly been begging you for the past, you know, God, how long? Are we pushing nearly twenty years on this one, case? Uh, about that. Now, two. I will say to their defense, we don't know if they're really working on a three or if they had a three or we don't know anything. You know, they could be blowing smoke up our butts. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe Alex is three, and at the moment they're doing it under a code name. No, this is definitely not three because this, is, this game is weird because it's acting like a, a prequel and a follow up at the same time. It's, this game is in a weird position, very weird position. I don't know. Yeah. In terms of the uh, like the whole like convincing thing, because I don't necessarily think that it might be like a VR game for the sake of making Half Life Three VR later on. I think it could just be like a. As like a proof of concept for just VR games yeah. in general. Like if yeah, they decided so. at at some point to move on to something that isn't necessarily a Half Life property, but they want to actually go dive into creating VR games more. Oh like, my god, this is Portal, also a good taste. Portal in VR. 
Yeah, Portal that's VR the thing. So give me Portal in VR, man. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think I think the moment Valve started getting invested in VR, and then because remember they they did Steam VR and they started working with HTC Vive, and then eventually they broke away and they made the Index. So they are 100 invested in VR now. I think we will see more VR spinoffs of their popular titles. Obviously, this one. I think we definitely will see a a, uh, a VR based portal because it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. I'm pretty sure we'll see that. But yeah, this is definitely a proof of concept to see what they can get done in Half Life Three. Uh, I definitely will say that Half Life Three will not be strictly VR because that would be shooting themselves in the damn foot. If we ever get that before we die, <laughs> that's not a joke. That's serious. Oh, it's- I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wow. I mean. If you if you guys want a, a, a history lesson, I remember when I when Half Life Two was coming out, and I was working in the school district as an IT person, and it I was there when when Steam first came on the scene. It was like uh, two thousand four, yeah, two thousand four, and I've been at this company I'm at now that's been through so many different name changes for f- almost fifteen years. So yeah, I left the government and came over. So yeah, it's. It's been about that long since we've got another Half-Life game. Half-Life 2 to this Half-Life game. Not I, counting I can, episode I, I, can still, I can still remember going back on the original Half-Life and being amazed that it was one of the early games that came out on a CD. Oh, games on a CD. We've, we've definitely transcended that, haven't we? Yeah, and then they, then they brought out Blue Shift and everybody's mind exploded. Remember Blue Shift? Wow. Yeah, I remember, I remember Blue Shift, man. <laughs> Man. And then they then they finally got around to announcing two, and I was like, "What? It's going to be episodic? What's episodic?" Oh, that was so <laughs> much bullshit when they did that. And then it was like, "All right, this is working out. This is working out. This is good. This is good. We got the two. Two is amazing. Wait till episode three. Wait, you're not getting episode three. Like Uh-oh. what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do this to us? Yeah, I, you know what? The more I talk about this, the more I, I really can't wait because. It's been a long time since I've been excited. I'm, I'm, about I'm, I'm actually tempted to go and fire up the old Half-Life now. Well, Honestly, me too. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do bit. that. I'll uh, do the um, what is that game? Um, uh, God, what is that? The the uh, the Half-Life uh, re re uh, reimagining game. Uh, Black. What is it? Black. Uh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it is Black something. Uh, Black Mesa. Black Mesa. Yeah. Yep. Re- uh, Black Mister was is it Black Mister Remaster? Yeah, yeah, and it's on Steam. Black Mesa. Okay, definitely yeah. check that out if you if you want to go back and just play some uh, some Half Life. Yeah, that one's the first one. I think somebody else is doing a Half Life Two remaster. I may be wrong. Let me take a look. Let me see here. There's a Half Life Two HD remaster texture map for Half Life Two. And I, I know somebody else is working on one. Yeah, I don't but know. it may it may be worth a, a stroll down memory lane to play it again. I mean, Half Life Two looks like it holds up still. Yeah, I mean, I have them both because I had G Mod when I was like in high school, <laughs> so I played with that. But like, I mean, I have I think I played like the actual Half Life Two for like maybe like the first hour. That was like years ago. Granted, when the game first came out, I was a very young child. Uh, 
Uh, I won't say how young, but I was very young, so I never actually played it originally. But I played like the first hour, and I was like, this game is like, I don't know. I was intrigued by it, but I never went back to it. Uh, oh, man. I, I was just thinking about when Half-Life 2 first came out, it was getting people sick uh, because of the frame rate and the, the uh, FOV. And you actually had to change it. I was one of those people that got sick. The motion sickness came in. I was like, oh, wow, really? I've never. Yeah, I, yeah, it was Half-Life 2 was making people motion sick. And and the other the other thing I remember about Half Half Life Two was the fact that it was one of the first games that came exclusively on Steam, and you had to have Steam installed. And everybody was like, "Why do we have Steam? I hate the service. It's shit. It's never going to catch on. It's destroying gaming." And here we are. And hey, here look, we are. Look at Steam oh, how the now. turns table. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, it was, it was a major turning point for PC gaming. It really was. Oh yeah. And just yep. to think about it, it's like, wow, I I sound old as hell now talking about that and, <laughs> and thinking about that. Hey, face it, Keith, man, we're old, brother. <laughs> we're yeah, old. The other, the other, the other Half Life is a Black Mesa Zen. It's a, it's a okay. another, it's a, it's a, it's a campaign of the Half Life Black Mesa remake. Definitely give that a try. It said it's not complete, but I've been watching it and it looks really good. I would definitely check it out. Black Mesa Blue Shift. Let's go. I don't know. I, I mean, I could do it without Blue Shift. I mean, it was good, but I, I would love to see Barney return. I liked his character. Yeah. Barney I was like cool. Barney. Barney was good. We'll never see him again. Nope. Sorry, Barney. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I think we are at the end of the show. This one was a very, very, very short show, but we did clock in at da, an, ba, hour. Ba, ba, an hour. An hour and five minutes so that was actually an hour and change um like i said guys we will likely not be back next weekend because of the holiday i'm gonna i'm not gonna eat turkey or anything but i'm gonna sit there and play some games and try and get some sandy back i'm gonna eat turkey i'm gonna eat eat some turkey turkey. i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna like my family gorge on turkey and like i can't move (laughs) well it's your fucking problem I, I wouldn't have done that. That's good for you, but no. Hey, man, I'm not in the best of shape, but that's the only weekend where I like. I'll just do it and just kind of worry about the after effects later on. <laughs> I'm just gonna play some games. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the people go ape shit on Black Friday and laugh at them, and then I'm gonna relax in my house and play some games. I I, I, I can't wait for the highlights video for the Black, Black Friday. Friday is always <laughs> ridiculous. Like, oh, these people fought over his TV. Like, really? Why? Just buy your shit through Amazon. Or I love how people now, like with the advent of technology, just getting straight in there and just streaming the fights live from the local Walmarts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never understood why these people are. I mean, and, and as a gamer, I'm looking at some of these Black Friday deals. These are garbage. Yeah. yeah Gaming ga- ga- Black Friday deals lately, <laughs> like the last couple of years, have just been absolute bullshit. You know, the, Nintendo there. doesn't want to take a hit on the Switch. The PlayStation, Xbox are already low as are going to be. Um, plus, we're in the middle of a transition, so they're not going to get any cheaper. Uh, all the games yeah, that the came Mar- out that were good are already discounted as it is. And yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Black Friday. I don't. I'm not buying any electronics. I've got enough shit. And most of the people that are really doing decent electronic sales are doing them now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, pre- they're preempting everything before Black Friday these days now. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And with, so. the, and with the advent of online shopping, you don't really need to be lining up at like two o'clock in the morning to get a, a TV for twenty bucks. I or could something. never do that. I, I would watch people sit outside you, 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 and Best Buy and camping out, and I'm like, why are you doing why? it? Oh, I gotta get this. 
But why? I never camped out, but I, I enjoyed going out there just because it was fun to hang out with friends and do that at the same time. Because it's like, I, I, one thing, it's funny to people watch at those kinds of things because people just look dumb trying to like rush around and get the things that they need, specifically like older people. Because like people who are like my age or like older, or, like slightly older, would just be like looking at people just like, you know, what are you doing? Come on, you, 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 we at least know better than, than you did. Just you really need to be outside. Like, this, 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 this you're not going to get those at this early this morning deals. just yeah. to get this game or to get this TV. Yeah. Or oh, the more funny thing is watching these people buy 20 PlayStation 4s. Like, I know what you're doing with those, but okay. Thank so, you, Mr. Scalpa. You know, car after car after car of the consoles and people that really want to buy them can't buy it. I'm like, dude, why are you letting them buy all these things? Oh, because they're buying them. We don't care. We, we don't care that our thing says five per person, but this guy's got 50. With all his family members, <laughs> stuff them all. What? Why is that? How is that? Uh, whatever. Yeah, Black Friday it sucks, and I I don't I don't subscribe to the idea of Black Friday anymore. Yeah, not many people do. I mean, it's going to be in the next few years from now. We'll see like live streams of Black Friday. There'll be nobody there. <laughs> Everybody Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah. yeah. When did Cyber Monday become a thing? That was more. Uh, I think that's actually originated more my side. Like because like outside of the US nobody really you know, there's no Thanksgiving or or Black Friday for that. So they decided, hey, just to get in on the trend, we'll do like a another catchy sounding thing, which was Cyber Monday. Yeah. Yeah, I never understood that, but yeah. So Yeah. Uh so once again everybody, thank you for watching us here on Mixer and also on YouTube. Uh this has been episode forty one of Spectator Mode Podcast with Carl. With Rob and myself, Keith Mitchell, and you can check us out, obviously, here on YouTube or Mixer, on uh, Google Podcasts, on iTunes Podcasts, and wherever else podcasts are. And if you don't see us next week, have a good Thanksgiving holiday. Celebrate the holiday. There are some people I know that don't celebrate the holiday. And I don't subscribe to the holiday either because I don't like the idea that, hey, we're celebrating the holiday. We're, Turkey we day. jacked your land. Hey. No, that's, <laughs> that's not a... Gobble, gobble. Just call it Turkey Day. That's fine. Good good Turkey Day. Good Turkey Day and Gaming Day and Football Day and everything else day. So, um, yeah. And if you go out for Black Friday, please be safe. Please be safe. Don't trample other people. Oh, my God. Don't get trampled. (laughs) Don't get don't get robbed walking to your car. I mean, use the buddy system. Jeez. If if, if somebody decides to throw hands over a television, just drop the fucking television. Yeah, let them have it. Or chuck the TV Your life life or your safety isn't worth saving money on a fucking TV. Break the TV over their head. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Look, grab grab the TV by all means, but like actually throw it when you drop it so that way they they get a broken product. So you win in the end. Crazy shit, guys. Crazy shit. So be careful out there, right? And we will see you, if not next week, but the week after. And you can always check us out here. On the holiday period. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. When's the gaming show? When is the the gaming war show? 12th. Because we we may do a live recording where a bunch of us are all here talking about that show. I want to say it's December 12th. You know what? Let's just take a look. In TGA 2019. When is it? You know what? And it brought me everything else but what I wanted. God damn it. I think it's yep, just, December 12th. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I'll actually be here. Yeah, no, we, we will let you guys know what we plan on doing. We, 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 will, we will laugh at the Death Stranding Awards show. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. With that, we're out of here. Take it easy, everybody. See you. Peace.